You are now listening to The Lance Curve Show, the boldest spot on internet radio. Okay, wonderful. So again, Lance, thank you for having me on your show. Um, I contacted Lance because, again, after so, such a long time, because I've had this, this battle for three years. And this battle started happening to me when I came back to the United States in 2015, sorry, 2015 or 2016, okay? And when I came back to the United States, I kept having this vision. And the vision was the African soil, the soil kept speaking to me and telling me, come, there's something I need to show you. And I kept saying to myself, I was like, you know what? Okay, you know what? I need to go to Africa. I haven't been there. And you know what? It's a great, fantastic continent. I want to go there. And every time I said I wanted to go, you know, I saw something in the media that was just like, yeah, I don't want to go. But I kept hearing the call of the earth saying, you have to come. There's something I need to show you. And I couldn't understand what it is I was uh, seeing, and I couldn't understand what it is I was I was hearing. But an interesting application is when there's a tsunami, right? When there's a tsunami or an earthquake, scientists have noted that before their technology picks it up, before human beings realize that there's an earthquake, the animals know an earthquake is coming. The animals know a tsunami is coming. And that spoke to me because it tells me that the earth does, in fact, speak. And you have to be in tune with the language to understand when the earth speaks. So that gave me a little bit of like understanding of what I was going through. And for those of you who are religious, you're Christian, in the book of Job, Job said, speak to the earth. Job 12, 8. When he was going through his um, tribulation, Job said in Job 12, 8, speak to the earth and it shall teach thee and the fishes of the sea shall declare unto thee. What does that tell you? It tells you that the earth speaks. And that goes back to my vision. For three years, I kept having this vision when I came back to the United States that the earth, literally the African soil, kept saying to me, come, there's something I need to show you. So finally, last summer, I said to myself, you know what? I'm going to buy some, some dirt because I don't think I'll be able to make it to Africa and speak to the ground and ask it what it's saying to me to understand what it's trying to show me. So last time I said to myself, you know what? I'm going to talk to someone who can direct me where I can buy some African soil. 
and I'm going to speak to the soil. I'm going to do exactly like Jesus did, spit in the dirt, and speak to it. And let it speak back to me. And I didn't have the chance to do it. But because I made the decision, because I made the decision to listen, I started having visions. And those of you that know me, I always say that I'm not, I'm not smarter than the average person. Believe me, I'm not. There are people who are more creative and smarter than I am. But I listen. I listen. And I want to start off tonight by telling you the vision that I saw when I began to listen. And this vision has nothing to do with Christianity or Islam. It has to do with the African ancestors, our ancestors, before Christianity and Islam and colonialism and slavery and neocolonialism and the battle that is coming, that is being waged spiritually on the African continent. The first thing I want to tell you is this. To the religious person, Israel is the holy land. But to the people who control this planet, Africa is the holy land. I need you to understand this. To the religious people, Israel is their holy land. But to the people who control this planet with money and production and wealth, Africa is the holy land. Because everything that you need to manufacture and produce is on that continent. And the people who run this planet are not waiting until some God comes back for them to have their heaven. Their heaven is on earth, and their heaven has a specific name. It is Africa. Now, let me tell you the vision. When I opened myself up to the vision, and I said, speak, the first thing that I saw was that we have ancestors who escaped slavery. Now, I know a lot of people are going to say, well, that's not a vision. Of course they did. They had hid in the mountains. They hid. No, that's not what I'm saying. Hundreds of years before slavery occurred, when we were under our own religion, that is not Christianity and not Islam, all across the continent, there were shamans who foresaw the Arabs coming, and who foresaw the Europeans coming. And they told and warned the different tribes that they were coming to enslave them hundreds of years before. And what I'm seeing is actually thousands of years before. And some of the tribes heeded the call. And they began to prepare. And what I saw in the vision for those kingdoms that many Africans think were genocided during slavery, many Africans believe that many tribes were genocided during slavery, but some of those tribes 
what they did was they began to build underground. I hope you're understanding what I'm telling you. They didn't hide in the jungles because they knew they would have gone in the jungles and gotten them. They didn't hide in the forest. They didn't hide in the bush. They began to build hundreds of years underground because they foresaw and they were warned by their spiritualists, these people are coming and they're coming in the form of their gods, but they're coming to enslave. Some hid in the mountains, some hid in the crags of the rocks, some hid in mountain caves, like the Dogon, who went up to the mountain and they said, we will not accept Islam, and they hid in the mountains. But what we never knew was there were many who began building hundreds to thousands of years before underground and above ground. Many Africans thought these tribes were extinct. They didn't go extinct. They heeded the calls of the shaman and they began to prepare for the oncoming slavery by building cities underground. The first revelation I have to give you is that many of our ancestors escaped underground. The second revelation that I have to give you is that in Africa, they're going to begin to disclose. Watch for this in the media because they don't make a big hoopla about this in the media. These are things you have to search for and then you find it. They're going to begin to let you know that they've discovered massive underground cities across the continent. One city that they just recently discovered, um, sorry, let me find it, on the African continent, underground, mm-hmm. is in South Africa. Mm-hmm. Okay? They found massive caves underground in South Africa. They've also found an ancient city, I think it's Tanzania or Ethiopia, I can't remember. It's called Rafta, a major trading city called Rafta that was basically a metropolis of trade. One of the signs, and I'm telling you the signs that you're going to look for and you're going to dig for this because they're not going to put it in the regular news feed to find it. These are things you have to dig for. Is that they're going to start to disclose the truth of Africa. There is a biblical saying that the earth will begin to reveal her dead. And I don't particularly follow Christianity. It's not, it's not for me. But I speak to you in Christian language because some of you will not believe anything unless I use a biblical scripture. So I'm speaking to you in a language you can understand. And if I understood the Quran, I'd give you scriptures from the Quran for you to understand. So I'm speaking to you in this language, not because I'm a Christian, because I'm not, but because it's a language you will understand, because many of you are Christians. The Bible Bible says that the earth will reveal her dead, meaning the earth will open up and reveal to you the secrets of the past. Those who are dead live in the past. 
the secrets of the past. And this is something that's taking place on this continent. So what you're going to see in the coming days, particularly in 2019, that marks the 400th year of slavery, is that you're going to begin to see the truth of what was really taking place because it cannot be held any longer. The soil of Africa cannot any longer allow the lies to continue about what was spoken about her. And this is why I kept seeing the soil say to me, come, I have something to show you. Because the 400-year lie that they lied about that continent, the very earth is saying no more. The truth of that continent will be revealed. So one of the things you need to know, and you're going to be seeing this coming in 2019, the 400-year anniversary of slavery and the slave veil being lifted. Okay? These are cycles. The slave veil is going to be lifted on black people. Now, we have to be aware that there are those minstrels that will continue taking money to perpetuate the slave narrative. But there's a battle with the ancestors of the African soil and the African diaspora and the land itself that is saying their time is up. And this is the era of truth for Africa. Those who are white and are very powerful and wealthy on this planet, these people don't make decisions without consulting the stars. They see this coming. And they know, and they are strategizing to position themselves the same way they saw the rise of China and position themselves to become enriched off of China becoming a superpower. These wealthy elite people are beginning to position themselves in Africa to become filthy, disgustingly rich at the rise of Africa. You need to understand this, and you need to be a part of that rise. Don't worry about the naysayers who said we're indigenous to the Americas. Let them stay here. Don't worry about the people who say, I'm not African, I'm Hebrew. Fine. Take your case up with the Israeli Knesset, with the Israeli parliament, since you're Hebrew. Don't come to tell me you're a Hebrew Israelite. Take your case up with the Israeli government and let them give you your rights. This is strictly for those who have a calling and a yearning they can't understand why there's a calling and a yearning for them to connect with Africa. This is not for the Hebrew Israelites who are like, we're not Africans, we're Hebrew. It, take your case up with the Israeli Knesset. I don't want to hear it. This is not for the people who are saying we are black, indigenous to the Americas, we ain't no Africans. Take your case up with the U.S. government, let them give you reparations. Okay? This is specifically for those who have a yearning and a calling for the African continent. Those who are wealthy and are in power, they are positioning themselves to be in a place to get the windfall when Africa rises. Now, the battle for Africa is really peculiar. It's not like the battle for China. It's not like the battle 
for the United States and it's not like the battle for Europe. The battle for these three areas, China, Europe, and the United States, is terrestrial. Okay? The battle for Africa is terrestrial, it is inner earth, and it is extraterrestrial. You need to understand that. Let me see that again. The battle for Africa is terrestrial, meaning above ground, on the ground. It is inner earth, meaning inside of the earth, forces inside of the earth, both good and evil, and it is extraterrestrial, meaning not of this goddamn planet. Okay? Now back to the vision. One of the things you need to see, and this is where Africa is begin, beginning to reveal her history from 400 years of life. There's something in Mauritania, and it's funny because the name is Mauritania. More means black. Going into the eye of the Sahara, it's called the Rikat structure. And people believe that this Rikat structure with the rings is the lost city of Atlantis because it fits Plato's description of Atlantis to the T. Last year, nuclear physicists discovered a nuclear reactor in Gabon. Those of you who know what Plato said, Plato described the destruction of Atlantis due to what? A nuclear reaction. Now, if the physicists find a nuclear reactor in Gabon, south of Mauritania, and now they're finding this circular structure called the Ricard structure in Mauritania, and Plato said that, hey, Atlantis was destroyed by a nuclear weapon, and the Sahara, okay, which is literally where Mauritania is located, is vitrified glass, and we have a nuclear reactor billions of years old in Gabon, it tells you something. It tells you that the African continent is beginning to speak for truth, and it cannot be hidden anymore. Put the pieces of the puzzle together. Nuclear reactor in Gabon, vitrified glass across the Sahara, and these mega cylindrical mega cities that some believe is the lost city of Atlantis, which goes in line with the Ramayanas of India of a nuclear battle on Earth, which goes in line with the hieroglyphs in the Egyptian uh, temples warning of, 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 of using nuclear fusion and nuclear fission to create a reaction, okay? Africa is beginning to reveal her truth. The land is literally beginning to reveal her truth. Back to the vision. There's two things I saw in the vision. To withstand things like earthquakes and to withstand things like storms, they built underground cities of gold. I know some of you will laugh at me and say she's crazy and ridiculous. There's two types of city that I, cities that I saw underground. One of pure gold, where the walls are literally plastered in gold. And then the second one that I saw was cities of blue. And I had to look up, you know, what kind of blue is this? And the only 
precious stone that matched this blue is lapis lazuli. Okay? Those of you are Christian, Solomon, Solomon in the land of Ophir brought tons of gold to Israel. Even though I don't believe any of this, but the point is, it's in the Bible, so I'm speaking to you in a language you understand. They built cities of gold that could withstand withstand earthquakes and stuff like that. They will discover underground cities of gold, and they already did in South Africa. Africa South Africa is not the only one. Let me tell you some of the places. Ethiopia is one. Nigeria is another. Central African Republic is one. Tanzania is one. South Africa is one. So it's literally West, East, Central, and South. They will discover lost cities of gold. Okay? Not just lost cities of gold, lost cities of blue. Lost cities of blue. These are the two colors that I saw. That is the vision. So the first vision is this. Our ancestors were wise enough to escape hundreds of years before the coming slavery, okay? They built mega cities underground, cities of gold and cities of blue. The other thing that you're going to find, which is what I sent to you, do you have the email? Yes, I do. Hello? Yes, I do. Okay. No, I muted myself just in case you background noise so we can focus on you completely. And when I unmute myself, it okay. takes about three seconds. So when you, you know, I'm here, it sounds dead quiet, but I'm right here. But I received everything. Okay. Mm-hmm. So I sent you eight photo attachments. The third photo attachment with Lance, which Lance is going to add to the video. When I began to do my spiritual and psychic searching, I was led to The first place I was led to was the Central African Republic. And in my psychic vision, I said, this place, I didn't see pyramids. I said, they have some sort of advanced architecture, some sort of advanced building structure. And I couldn't figure out what it was. And this is what I'm seeing in my spirit. So I went to Google Earth and I began looking in the Central African Republic. And I discovered this rock. I discovered this rock in the Central African Republic. And it is a megalith. And it is literally carved out, which is interesting, like a West African Nigerian king. They call by the name of, sorry, it is South Sudan, South Sudan in Tambura. Not far from Tambura, South Sudan, there is a giant carving that is a rock. Someone carved a rock, okay, a mountain. It is huge. And it looks like the Uni of Ife. That is the king of the Ife people with his royal crown on and the rings around his neck and the royal battle armament. But this looked like it was carved out such a long time ago. And there are no roads around this. So, so much erosion has taken place that you can look at it and you say, that's a face. 
but there's a lot of weather erosion to it because it wasn't maintained. It's literally in the middle of nowhere. And you got to remember, Sudan went through a war. Okay, so in the second image, land, there is a king, and he looks exactly, he has the royal crown of the Uni of Ife, which is a Nigerian king. He has the rings of his neck, around his neck, all the way up that covers his mouth. And then he has a royal battle garment on, which is like a shoulder plate. It's literally carved out of this megalithic rock. That's one of the pictures I sent, I sent to Lance. The third picture is in Tambura, again, in South Sudan. And it literally looks like the face of a black crouching lion. And he's wearing what looks like a stepped pyramid on his head as a crown. And he's crouching. You can see his paws. You can see his tail. Okay, and I call him a mega Bantu lion structure. And someone literally carved this thing out of a mountain, a rock mountain. It is huge. Okay, anyone could go on Google Earth and type in Tambura, South Sudan. Okay, and if you go to Tambura, you got to really zoom in close to the earth to find it. You're going to see patches of grass and clearing and rocks, and you're going to find it. It is southwest of Tambura. Southwest, I believe, of Tambura. Okay? So that tells you the other thing that I found in, around Tambura, again, is these megalithic circles. And the reason why the Rikat structure in Mauritania doesn't surprise me it's because ancient African architecture built in circles. The Rikat structure in Mauritania is giant concentric circles, meaning circle within a circle within a circle within a circle. And when you look at ancient African architecture, they're one of the only people who built in circles. Back to Tambura, South, South Sudan again. And remember, South Sudan and the ancient city of Meroe is where you have the most pyramids in the world. But this is really south away from those pyramids. This is into sub-Saharan Africa now. I discovered these concentric circles that's been covered up by trees. So the trees literally make a ring of like five or six circles that's been covered up. Okay, really peculiar stuff, really peculiar stuff. Then the other thing that was discovered in Tambura, no, this is actually the Democratic Republic of Congo. I discovered a giant face. This is a megalith. You can see the eyes, the nose, the mouth, and he's wearing a war crown of pharaoh on his head, literally chiseled into the earth. I sent all these pictures to land. And this, and this is just me seeing these visions in my head and going on Google Earth to look for what I saw, and I found this. And it tells me, again, where Job said, 
speak to the earth, and it will instruct you. Speak to the earth, and it will instruct you. Now, what does that mean? So that's the vision I saw. Now, what does this mean in terms of black people? Many black people, all of a sudden, there is a pull, a magnetic pull inside of them to leave the West. Now, I need you to understand a couple of things. The yearning that you have inside of you to return to Africa is natural. However, this was foreseen by evil cosmic entities. And they want to use this for evil purposes. I'll get into that. You need to understand the battle. There's a yearning inside of black people to leave the United States because they're like, look, we gave you 400 years to give us equal rights, and now you're shooting us in the streets, you're pouring guns into our communities, you're killing us off, and your police officers and your George Zimmermans are walking scot-free. You will never give us equal rights. We're leaving. And there's this yearning of black people to say, to hell with this, I'm going back to my country, whether it's the Caribbean or the Pacific or whatever island or, or South America, Central America or Africa. But I need you to understand, yes, your yearning is the soil of your home country or your ancestral land calling you. But you need to understand that before that call began to rise in us, and it will get stronger going into 2019, there is a battle. And I want to show you the battle. The first place we're going to look at the battle is in Europe. Gaddafi was murdered and taken out to flood Europe. They flooded Europe because there is something called a Kalergi plan, K-A-L-E-R-G-I. And this dastardly plan was orchestrated by some human so-called demons. And their goal was to flood Europe with low IQ people because they believe all black people are low IQ, but I'm just telling you how these people think. I don't believe this. Low IQ, okay, into Europe to lower the IQ of the Europeans and to make the Europeans slaves. You're like, but this is Europe. What the hell does that have to do with me? Now, that goal is to destabilize Europe. But what they're not telling you is there is a reverse Kalergi plan, which is what we were under for 400 years, which is slavery and colonialism and Jim Crow and apartheid and neocolonialism. While they're destabilizing Africa, because they successfully poisoned the minds of, of ignorant white people who don't do their homework, now, the only people who know the truth about how advanced Africa was, they were advanced, but they were relatively peaceful, are scholars, not the general public. You have to go dig to find the truth out about the African continent. The information about the African continent is not open to the public. You have to dig and look, whereas European history is open to anyone to learn 
There is a reason for this. While they're executing the Kalergi plan in Europe, they have a plan to create white satellite states in Africa. I'm going to say this again. While they are destabilizing African countries, and notice what they're pushing out of Africa, the young, strong, fighting men and the young women, most of whom are not making it to Europe because they're getting intercepted in Libya and they're being sold into slavery and extraterrestrial slavery. And those who survive may be eaten. I didn't stutter. Those who survive either extraterrestrial slavery or terrestrial slavery are eaten. I didn't stutter. Let me repeat myself. They are systematically destabilizing African countries and Caribbean countries, and the goal is to push black people out. They are doing the same thing in the United States. They're, go they're doing the same thing in Brazil, and they're about to start it in Brazil to push black people out and to push them into Africa. When they get them into Africa, destabilize Africa, push them into Europe. When they think they're about to enter Europe, catch them, enslave them, underground enslavement in prisons, sell them to wealthy people in the Middle East, sell them to wealthy people in China, sell them to wealthy Europeans, sell them to wealthy Americans, sell them to wealthy people in the Americas. If not, sell them into black budget military programs and secret space programs or eat them. I didn't stutter. And if they're not selling the living person, they murder them, take their organs, and sell their organs. You need to know that a black person dead is worth, all their body parts are worth $20 million. This is what African people don't understand. On the black market, black skin, melanin, and organs are worth $20 million dead. It is better for you to stay in your country than make the trip with these traffickers into Libya because I'm telling you what you're worth to these devils. Now back to the plan. Their goal is to flood Europe with poor Africans who they claim have low IQ to lower the IQ of Europeans. This is what they believe. Okay? But there's a reverse plan, which they never talk about. While they are pushing the young, strong men out of Africa, the ones who should be building the continent, they're pushing them out of Africa into Europe. They are pushing the young women who should be building the African continent. They are moving in the Chinese. 
Listen to what the Russians are doing. Okay. This is Sunday, December 23rd, 2018, Newsweek. This article was written on the 8th of the 9th of 18 at 8 o'clock by Newsweek. The Battle for Africa. Russia pushes into free country for the taking in attempt to rival the West. Listen to this. There are new guests at the ruined palace of Emperor Jean Bidé Bacosa, once held court. During his rule over the, listen to the country I'm telling you, the Central African Republic, the Russian strategy is to take Africa from the center. The West, European West strategy is to take Africa from the West. The Chinese strategy is to take Africa from the South up. And dumbass black folk strategy is to say I'm not African. Okay. Um, during his year, okay, blah, 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 the French government that helped install Bukasa in 1966 the French again ousted him in 1979, blah, blah, blah. Okay? Russia's economy is in long-term decline. Okay? Listen to what Evgeny Koren Diasov, head of Russian African Studies, how come Africa, listen, I don't have time, head of Russian African Studies at the Russian Academy of Sciences, there will be a battle for Africa. These same people are saying Africa is a cemetery, Africa is a shithole country, so that your black ass doesn't invest, so that your black ass can say, I'm a Hebrew Israelite, so that your dumb black ass can say, I'm native to the Americas. What the hell do I want to do with Africa? Listen to what the power players and the power brokers and the intelligentsia are saying about the African continent. This is just one. I have more. There will be a battle for Africa. And I'm telling you, this battle is on three levels. And I'm going to tell you religious freaks something. Your promised land is in Jerusalem. To the rich and powerful, their promised land is the African continent. And I'll explain to you why. Every single thing that we use to live in the 21st century comes from that continent. And I mean everything. Now, the means of production come from China, but the raw materials come from Africa. There will be a battle for Africa, says Evgeny Koredansiov head of Russian-African studies at the Russian Academy of Sciences. Listen to what he says. And it will grow. Russia's economy is in long-term decline, and its reach, its reach has diminished since the Soviet era. So the Kremlin is using diplomatic, economic, and military tools to prospect for political influence and new markets in Africa signing multi-billion dollar arms deals, bidding for construction projects, boosting space communications, exploiting hydrocarbon reserves, and launching publicized military in interventions. 
the Russians want to implant themselves in the Central African Republic so they have an axis of influence through Sudan in the north and southwards into Angola. Look at the military strategy. You have the West, which is mainly French, and Great Britain to the West and the United States. You have, even though the United States have militaries in 53 out of 54 African countries, I'm just showing you the battle. The Russians strategically position themselves in Central Africa. The French destabilized Central African Republic for God knows how many years. The Russians moved in. Meanwhile, the same Vladimir Putin is saying Africa is a cemetery, but his political meanderings is showing that it's not a goddamn cemetery. You have the Chinese to the south moving up to the east. And your black ass is not investing. Okay? That's just the Russians. Let's hear what Trump said. This is the same President Trump that said Africa is a shit old country. Trump's new Africa plan, fewer U.S. troops and aid, more investments and deals. I'm telling you what you need to be preparing for. Because one of the things with the Russians, with, not the French, the French are ruthless and godless, but the Russians are going to want stabilization because of the investment. The Chinese are going to want stabilization because of the investment. And now that the United States is shifting from bombing the shit out of countries to investment, we don't know how long this is going to last, they're going to want stabilization. Trump wants to begin investing in Africa. Meanwhile, your black ass is saying, I'm not African. Okay? We don't know how long this is going to last because you know how the U.S. government works. Four years, they come in, they're peace for four years, and then the next one comes in and bombs shit to the ground. You know how they are. To compete with China and Africa, the White House aims to encourage U.S. investment. Okay? You could read all about it. I'm not going to it. You see a physical terrestrial battle. This is not a coincidence because in 1619, that's when slavery began. We're going into 2019, which marks exactly 400 years. Then there's a spiritual component where the African soil is saying, I've had enough of you devils. My truth will be told. The truth about what was on this continent before you came in bombed surface level to the ground and enslaved the people. The truth of the advancement of what was on that continent will be revealed. You have it in terms of the recast structure. You have it in terms in, in, uh, of the underground mines in, in um, South Africa. You have it in terms of Rafat, this ancient Egyptian trading city. You have it in, in, in terms of there's going to be pyramids found. There's stuff that I found just, you know, mingling all over YouTube and, and Google, um, Google Earth. Okay? They're going to find things like pyramids in Central Africa because there's a lot of races that are like, black people didn't build Egypt. Meanwhile, I'm like, the very name Kemet means land of black. The soil, and they say, no, that's the soil. Did you see the color of the soil where the pyramids are? That's not black. They're talking about black people. 
not black soil. Okay? And the soil of the Nile gets red. Okay? So anyway, so what you're going to see is they're going to discover pyramids deep in the jungles of Central Africa. And they're not going to have an explanation other than black people build it, built it. Okay? There are hundreds of pyramids under the sands of Sudan. They just discovered a massive temple in Sudan. I mean, a massive mega complex in, in South Sudan, okay, that speaks of advanced architecture and advanced masonry. And you can't deny who built it. You can't say it's Arabs that did it. Because South Sudan, they are the darkest people on the planet. They're blue-black. This is what's taking place on the continent. Now, those of you who want to move back, you need to understand something. And the reason why I'm putting this out there is because when you speak a lot of prophecy, you can change plans. Okay? And this is what I'm, I'm attempting to do. There, they are trying to incite a race war because they want to exterminate people on the planet, black and white. They don't care whether you're black or you're white. They just want to exterminate. But they always use the black man because the black, black people are bigger, we're stronger, and because of melanin, we tend to be, look more intimidating. So they always portray black people as, as the boogeyman. Okay? I'm not saying we're perfect. Everybody commits crime, but they have to have a black boogeyman. They want to incite a race war. Okay? And I sent this to Lance, and Lance is going to put this up. And their plan is this, and I need you to understand their plan. There is a three-part plan. There's an inner earth plan with beings in the earth, both good and evil. There is a terrestrial plan with human and non-humans on this planet that is literally battling over that continent. And then there's the space plan, which is extraterrestrials, both good and bad. Okay? There are black advanced extraterrestrials. Whenever you talk to these people that work in these secret space programs and you always ask them, what about black extraterrestrials? They always say, I can't talk about it. Can't, can't go there. Because what they don't want to tell you, or they always say, oh, they're, they're negative beings. Bullshit. Bullshit. Okay? Because these people will follow a lizard off a cliff or a gray alien off a cliff. But once it's black, it's bad. No. Trump recently signed an executive order to build a secret space program, a military in space. There is talk that they want to attempt to nuke Saturn. Okay? Human beings again. Why do you think they want to nuke Saturn? To create a black sun. Because the beings on Saturn, according to Norman Bergeron, are an advanced black extraterrestrial race. Not dark skin. They are pitch black. And they are seven feet tall. And they are a master race. And because Norman Bergeron, who worked with NASA, disclosed this, he had to go into hiding. Because one of their rules are, you are not to talk about the black extraterrestrial races. And I encountered them when I was in Trinidad. And they literally saved my life. They came down, stopped traffic, looking like humans, 
and everyone thought it was regular humans, but I saw them for who they really were, and I said, these are not humans. Okay? And this is what they're afraid of, coming back, and black people realizing, what the hell have we been worshiping? With your Jesus and your Allah. This is what they fear. They fear the return of these black extraterrestrials to this planet. And this is why they want to attempt to nuke these planets. The other thing is that there have been contracts made on the African continent. When you look at Jamaica, you see the destabilization of Jamaica. But let me tell you something interesting. Don't you find it funny? In Trinidad, in Barbados, they're slowly doing it across these black Caribbean islands. And they blame the crime on black people. And I want black people to see the bigger picture. It is not black people facilitating these crimes. But I want black people to see why they have to stop fucking killing each other. They are literally, they're destabilizing Jamaica. But don't you find it strange that all the bloodshed in Jamaica is black killing blacks, but your country is slowly being taken over by the Chinese and they never get killed? Yep, in Trinidad, it's the Syrians. You see, 500 murders for the year, and it's mostly black killing blacks. But it's interesting because the people who funnel the guns into Trinidad are not the black people. It's the Syrians. So in Jamaica, it's the non-blacks who bring in the guns and the drugs. In Trinidad, it's the non-blacks who are doing it. But the people who are using the guns to kill each other are black. And notice, the more they destroy stabilize these countries with black people killing black people. No one touches them, and they are able to buy up all this land untouched. And that's what's going on on the African continent. Destabilize, 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 destabilize. Run them out of their country and tell them the promised land is in Europe. Black people go to follow their GDP in Europe. And while the young men who should be in the African continent building it, because what is a country without your young men and your young women working to build it? If your young men and young women are running to another country to build another country, you end up with a brain drain. So while the young black men are chasing their money, because 85% of the African GDP goes back to Europe, and the African governments are literally running on 15%. While the young people are running into Europe because their countries are systematically being stabilized, while their countries are being stabilized, they come in and begin to build white satellite states. Let me read you another article. Okay, this one, hold on. I told you about the slavery there, right? Let me, let me read you another article about Rhodesia, which is Zimbabwe. Mm-hmm. Okay? 
Rhodesia's dead. Rhodesia is Zimbabwe. But white supremacists have given it new life. While your asses came in, I'm not, I'm not a nigger from Africa. Listen to what the white supremacists are saying. Make Zimbabwe Rhodesia again. And let me tell you something who these white supremacists are. Okay? These, what the hell? Hold on. They just blocked me from seeing this, this article. Hold on. Let me just, um, these people are blocking the article and I can't even delete it. These people are so annoying. Basically, anyway, I'll read it because I'm not like. Right. So basically what it is, it's Nazis. Okay, so those black people who are wondering who are killing, who are killing these black people and getting away with it and walking out of court, they're not regular white people. These are Nazis. Okay, in Rhodesia, which is Zimbabwe, the Zimbabwean government just ask for the white farmers to return. You know how that goes. Because they kicked out, they were Nazis that they kicked out of Zimbabwe. The Nazis, I'm going to tell you the history. South Africa was Nazis. Okay? It is Nazis that created apartheid. This is what South Africa was under. It is Nazis that black Africans were under in Zimbabwe. It is Nazis they were under in Namibia. Now the Nazis are coming back to Zimbabwe, Namibia, and South Africa. They never left South Africa. Online, they have a mission to create their white satellite state in Zimbabwe and call it the new Rhodesia, which is Nazis for Nazi white people. Why for the life of me, they don't just go to Argentina or Brazil or Paraguay or Uruguay? I'm like, what? Why would you want to go to a black continent to create a white state? Because they know that there is a ice age coming. And they know they cannot survive that ice age in Europe. Listen to this article. Internet neo-Nazis, this is from Vice, are trying to build a white supremacist utopia in Namibia. This is the same Namibia where the Germans exterminated the Herero people. I'm not saying all Germans are Nazis. I'm just saying this is the history of Germany in Namibia. They're sick of living with non-white people in the West, so they're trying to colonize Africa. This is not a joke. I showed you the Russians. I showed you the Chinese. I showed you the French. I showed you the English. I showed you the United States. I showed you what your black dumbass is thinking. Okay? And I'm saying that for a reason. We should be the ones investing in that continent, not them. Because these Nazis have one agenda, and that's extermination. 
and their agenda is to get their crusty hands back on the African continent. Okay? So you have the Chinese agenda, you have the French still destabilizing West Africa and Central Africa, you have the British still destabilizing Western Africa, you have the, the American who did a 180 and they're like, no, we need to invest, but when Trump's gone, who's going to come in and begin destabilizing again? You have the young men who should be building Africa, running to Europe, leaving the old and the weak. And that leaves a wide open door for these Nazis to come in. So while Europe is complaining that they're flooding Europe with blacks, blacks need to start complaining that they're flooding Africa with whites. There is a plan to make Africa white and a plan to make Europe black. And I'm telling you, if they succeed, blacks will lose because of the coming ice age. We have to stay as close to the equator as possible because there is a coming ice age. And from what the scientists are saying, those who live further away from the equator, there will be food shortages. This is why these people are preparing to go close to the equator. And this is why you have reptilians like, like, like lizards like Bill Gates wanting to block out the sun. That helps. Okay? To lower the temperature on the planet. That will bring in an ice age even quicker. And with the ice age, they said there will be massive food shortages. Where do you think you're going to be getting your food when the, when the middle America and California, which is the food producing region of the United States, is on the ice? Where do you think you're going to be getting your food? Africa, my dear. Why do you think the Chinese are investing? Why do you think the Chinese are investing and they're using predatory loans so that these governments, they know these governments can pay back these loans, and what do they do? They seize strategic assets for these loans because you're not investing. You should be investing. Even if you say, you know what, I'll pay for the education, I have a little bit of money, I'll pay for the education of these young people in Nigeria or these young people in Africa to get an education and stay there. I'll pay money for them to get an education and then to stay. And you don't have to give them the money, you pay directly to the school. You and I should be investing in that continent, not these predators, because their very survival is dependent upon that continent. Do you see how karma comes full circle? But we have not positioned ourselves to properly invest in that continent so that there is no vacuum with which they can come in. I am not saying all white people are evil. I am saying the rulers who are white are evil and they have an evil agenda for Africa, which is our very survival in the coming years because of that ice age, we have to go closer to the equator so we will destabilize it, run black people into Europe, and we will secretly begin building white satellite states in Africa. And you know where that usually leads. It has always led to genocide. That is the plan. 
So there is a there was a whistleblower. His name his name was James Caspold. And this guy, I strongly believe this guy was telling the truth. He worked as an assassin for Black Ops. And he was asked the question, he's like, Okay, so what's their plan for Africa? And he said their plan for the United States, the Americas, he said basically is to make their life miserable for black people because they always have to have an enemy. And the enemy historically has always been black people. He said the plan is to get them out of the United States. Now, notice what Trump did. Trump, after discovering this plan, what did he do? He started signing executive orders to keep black people in the United States. I can't figure Trump out because on one side he says some dumb shit, but then when you look at what he does, you're like, this guy has done more for black people than any president in the history of the United States. These are facts. These are facts. Okay? Trump signed an executive order to revitalize urban communities. The majority of people who live in urban communities are who? Black people. Now, we don't know if the revitalization is going to end up with things like um, gentrification, we don't know if it's going to end up with things like eminent domain. But the point is, what he did was he wants corporations to begin to spur growth in urban communities because urban communities are where the majority of black people live and that's where they get hit the hardest. Now, I don't know how this is going to play out. Is it going to play out with gentrification or is it going to play out with eminent domain? I don't know. But the point is that's what he signed. We have to see how this played out. The second thing he did was to release, was to sign an executive order for a lot of non-criminal offenses, non-violent offenses, and non-violent offenders who were locked up under Clinton, your favorite president, 600,000 of them, to quite possibly come out of jail. This is Trump. So what's interesting here? is that the terrestrial agenda, according to James Caspold, and this guy is a white Nazi, okay? He believes in the Nazi side of the what controls the world. There's two, only two factions. I need you to understand there are only two factions who control this planet. There's the Zionist Jewish faction, and there's the Nazi Jewish faction. You need to understand they both hate each other, but they're both from the same birth. The Nazis are Jews, and the Zionists are Jews. This is not your regular Jewish people. I am talking about what controls the planet. Their agenda, this is not your regular Jewish people. It is the controlling power structure of this planet. Their agenda is to make life hell for black people in the Americas and push them to Africa. Once they get them in Africa, make their life miserable in the Caribbean, blah, 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 push them into Africa, nuke the continent, steal the resources. The other plan is push them into Africa because Africa doesn't have, I mean, there's a lot of good infrastructure, but they don't have the tracking infrastructure like the United States, enslave them and sell them to alien slave races. 
I'm just telling you the plan. I'm just telling you the plan. Okay? So this is the whole scheme of things. Whatever's in darkness will come to light. We know that they had a hard damn time trying to exterminate. They've been trying to exterminate us for 400 years. It ain't working. But they haven't stopped. And we're not talking about people on the ground. The people on the ground who are involved are specifically born and bred and programmed to carry out their agenda. Okay? People who are racist are programmed to be that way. We're talking about the power structure and how they think and what they believe and what they want done. Okay? So that's the whole and complete plan. Any questions? Wow. With with there be there being so many complex factions mm. with the many governments in the world. Mm. Are they aware of this? I mean, okay, this sounds a little crazy for me to ask you after you explained, but mm. we have the shadow governments, the elites. Mm-hmm. And we have the different actual governments, China, Russia. Mm. The Chinese we know are in Africa, on mass, mm-hmm. Bigger than what mm-hmm. we'll mm-hmm. know because the media is not going to tell us like that unless you go there. Mm-hmm. Russia mm-hmm. has its The Chinese interest. are spending hundreds of billions. The, yes. Chinese, the Chinese are literally strategizing because they know, because they have scientists. Right. Some of the best scientists in the world. They know that the, where China is located, they will not be able to withstand a solar minimum and a mini ice age. The Russians, who get cold-ass winters, know that the ice age is coming because they were the first to warn the world that the mini ice age is coming. Why? Because right. they're Russians. Okay? Mm-hmm. They know that they would not be able to withstand it. The Europeans know and the U.S. government know. The only landmass that is big enough, that is big enough to have all peoples of the world live there, if there's a mini ice age that will decimate the farming in the northern hemisphere, is Africa. So that's strategy one. So the very survival. Mm-hmm. Is reliant upon. Do you see how karma works? The <laughs> right. very survival. Yeah. The very survival, the very survival of the Northern Hemisphere will be Africa. Mm-hmm. And quite possibly South America. Parts of South America, not in the deep, deep, deep South, Southern right. part of South America, like Chile and stuff like that, because right. they're going to be frozen. But close to the equator, you're going to have to be as close to the equator as possible, okay? And that's where the bulk of the food is going to be grown. The Chinese have one plus billion people. Why do you think the Chinese are strategic? Look at where the Chinese axis of power is. The Chinese axis of power is along the equator. You have the Caribbean. You have Africa except in things maybe like Kenya and stuff like that. But for the most part, it's along the equator. They're building a canal to rival the the, the Panama Canal in Nicaragua, again, along the equator. 
what are they planning for, black people? We're the only people on the planet that don't have global interests. That is why we will always be fucking last. Everybody else do for self. Once they do for self, they begin to spread up and out. The Chinese built up the economy and began to expand. The America did the same. Europe did the same. The only people who don't have an expansion theory are black people. You tell black people they come from, no, I'm a Hebrew Israelite. Okay, take your case with the, with the Israeli parliament. Don't come to tell me you're a Hebrew Israelite because I don't care. Okay? No, I'm indigenous to the Americas. Okay, when that's ice, ice, mm-hmm. age comes and hits you, good luck finding food. Right. You, black people, we need to be investing on that continent more than anybody else on this planet. I'm telling you, even if you buy land, we need to be working with the governments of Africa and say, listen, they can lease land, say, look, we're going to come back and we're going to invest on this ground. Make a law that says, Make a law that says they can lease land, but they can never own land. Okay? Make laws that says they can visit, but they can never live here. To prevent the things like slavery and like colonialism, Mm -hmm. you know how they do. You understand? We need to be the ones investing in that continent. Okay? Because they're preparing. They're telling Putin the same shit like, oh, Africa's a cemetery. Meanwhile, he's strategizing to start his own country in Central African Republic. Okay? The French are destabilizing the Democratic Republic of Congo, and they've been destabilizing it for 20 years. It is the richest country on the planet. The United States and France have destabilized Cameroon. Why? Why? While they're pushing young black people into Europe and into the Americas, they are moving into the continent. And they are preparing because they research. While they're distracting black people with Cardi B and Offset or Migo, I don't know what the hell these people's names are. While they're distracting <laughs> black people with stupid shit. Yes. They are strategizing for their survival. Do you understand what I'm saying? Yes. And they are positioning themselves in the one place that they know that they can A, make a hell of a lot of money, Mm -hmm. and B, survive what's coming. And let me tell you something. When When you have an external enemy, and I'm not talking about regular white people. I'm talking about the way how their governments think. People, the people in power think. These people do not see black people as equal. They don't. They said, these are just facts. When you have a population that's at least 10%, that is an out external population, consider your ass gone. Because when you look at things like India, 
You think the majority of Indian people are light-skinned people? The majority of Indian people are brown-skinned and black people. Yet they're treated, the majority of them are brown and black, yet they're treated lower than low to the minority fair-skinned Indians. These are just the way things work. While we're watching Cardi B and Offset, these people are have these people have thousand year plans. Where is the black person's thousand year plan? Where is our thousand years of peace? A thousand our Pax Africana. This is the strategy. Does anyone have a question? It's just you and I here right now, but Mm -mm. my thing is like I said it seems like everybody's in on this except us oh you get the point right right let me tell you something actually I don't want to say this on you I'm gonna say it off air right but I'll right. say this you can get a nice piece of land mm -hmm. in Ghana mm -hmm. for about three thousand dollars and literally three or four acres of land. That's, that's you think, what you we think what I heard. White mm -hmm. people don't realize? Okay. They are strategizing. Don't listen to Putin saying Africa is a cemetery. Putin is strategizing to get the Central African Republic and to have his white on Russian enclave in the Central African Republic. And I don't have a problem with white people. I have a problem with white people thinking that they can go to Africa and still believe black. I don't care how primitive black people are. It's not your fucking continent. Thanks. <laughs> right. This is my issue. Okay? You can treat black people like shit in Europe, but you will not treat them like shit in your own, on their own continent. I don't have a problem with white people. Well, well the thing is... Look, look, look at the relationship we've always had with those in power. Mm -hmm. If we have dealings with them, it's death, it's destruction, shit. death, destruction, and domination. Yes. The regular hardworking blue-collar person who, you know, they feel an attachment to the people who are in power, but they're victims too. I understand that. But they enjoy right. The system of white supremacy and all its benefits, but I mean, what I'm saying is that benefits them. Yeah, exactly. But this, this is these big plans for the countries. You know, well, well, this is why we need to invest in math. Let me tell you. Let me let me read to you some population statistics. Okay, mm -hmm. all together, all over the world. Do you know who's the largest population on the planet? It's not the Chinese. It's black people. Of course. Okay, let me read you some population statistics. Africa is 1.216 billion. Okay, Africa is a continent. Okay, China, the population of China is 1.386 billion in 2017 that's one country okay that's one country they cannot sustain that population it's too many people right that is why they have a plan of build up expand out and that is why they're slowly buying up countries and when you see them buy up countries 
they dis- these countries begin to be destabilized for the natural indigenous inhabitants of those countries, and on the back end, the countries are being bought. It's the same tactic. Mm-hmm. The same tactic that's gone on in Africa for hundreds of years. It's the same tactic you see now in Jamaica, you see now in Trinidad. Call it, call it world gentrification. The population of India is 1.339 billion. Okay, but you're like, Renata, but the African population is less. You didn't take into consideration that there are blacks in the Caribbean, (laughs) there are blacks in Brazil, there are blacks in South America, blacks in Central America, blacks in the United States, there are blacks in the Pacific, blacks in Asia, and these are people who identify as black people. The largest population on the planet are black people. Make no mistake. Make no mistake. Because we didn't take in, let's look at the population in ninety-seven million of the black population is in Brazil. Okay. Black population in Mexico. A hundred and oh wait, hold on. Hold on, hold on, hold on. That's about one point four million they said here. I think it's more than that the last time I checked. So Brazil, okay, so let's look at the black population in the United States. That's forty about forty two million. Okay? Between Brazil and the United States, that's an additional hundred million. Okay, so that just puts the black population from 1.2 million to 1.3 million, equal to that of China and equal to that of India. And that's minus the Caribbean. Let's look at the black population in the Caribbean. Okay? And that's minus blacks in Europe. I mean... You know, but the point is this, the point is this, I am not a racist and I don't propose racism, but the point is this, Caucasian people know that this wicked system benefits them and a lot of them will never say to you, we know this system is wicked, we know what they did to you, but we benefit from this system, so we're not going to tell you it's wicked. So they know, and anyone who benefits from someone will be less likely to tell you. The thing is this, karma has a way of coming full circle, and there's an ice age coming, okay? There's an ice age coming, and who's going to be the savior of mankind? Africa. The coming ice age. Harper's Magazine, the coming ice age. Okay? Forget global warming, winter's coming. The Guardian, the imminent mini ice age. Are we heading into a new ice age? Okay. There's an ice age coming. And when you look at a map of the world, and you look at the equator, let me look at countries on the equator. Okay. Countries on the equator. Mm -hmm. 
Oh shoot, hold on. I pressed the wrong thing. Okay. Let me tell you. You have Colombia, you have Ecuador, you have parts of Brazil, you have Sao Tome and Principe, you have Congo, you have the Democratic Republic of Congo, Gabon, Uganda, Somalia, and Kenya, and then you have uh, Indonesia. Okay, these are countries right along the equator, so you're going to have, you know, a little bit north of that, maybe, um, let's say, 10, 20 degrees um, latitude. No, that's latitude. Yeah, latitude and 10, 20 degrees um, north and south latitude, okay? So you're going to have, like, some distance right off the equator, okay? Why did Putin choose Central African Republic? you got to think, okay? They know this mini ice age is coming. They know this, and they are strategizing. We should be too. All right, so I think I made myself clear. Oh, yes, you have, loud and clear, and you made it, you are very precise, straight to the point, and there's no wiggle room for denial, and this ties into a lot of other information that I've been getting, a lot of things that have been hitting me in my spirit as I consult with my inner circle, which I consider you to be part of. We don't even have to talk every day, every month, but when you come with it like that, it resonates within me in a very powerful manner. And I have to say there are certain things I will say to you privately and there's certain things that I won't say public, but I'm with you on that. I have many acquaintances that think I'm a nutcase. Make your plans. No, it's okay. Make your plans. Oh, oh yeah, no, no. And, and you see, within the inner circle, the plans are being made immediately. And it, it's, right. just, it's just, and I'll, that's all I'll say, but it's just amazing that that's confirmation. That's confirmation. It's just amazing how... I got word in a confirmation a little earlier on certain things, interlocking with what you said, and I have the confirmation right now with what you said. And um, I had a discussion yesterday that was quite passionate about certain directions, and yep. you confirmed it and nailed it on the head. And um, yep. all I can say to the people who are listening who don't have the fog and the funk around their head, you better move quick. And this is not a doomsayer type plan. of talk, but you, you see these other countries and cultures oh, making their moves. Oh. Let me these tell you something. Nazis. Yeah, but let me tell you and something. You know even, when the Nazis are making their moves, you know something is coming because those right. Nazis believe in science. Right, right, big time. They're very precise with that. Oh, yeah. But even oh, yeah. when I went down to Jamaica in February, this, this early this year, which is 10 months ago, it, it's the time of this recording. All I saw were Chinese building those highways up. And I had to exactly. think to myself, do you think that they're building it for the black people there? They're building it for themselves. Absolutely not. And, and Absolutely the, the, not. I, right. The government and politicians are selling the place out, but this is happening all over the place. You see? But notice, notice what they're doing, and I want you to see a pattern. Notice that you have countries of relative peace and stability and a Soon as outside forces begin to move to that country, I witnessed this in Trinidad. You've seen this happening in Jamaica. It's beginning to happen in um, uh, Barbados. It's happening in the U.S. Virgin Islands. As soon as you begin to see outside non-indigenous people to the land, all of a sudden there's a 
spike in crime. Mm. But while the spike in crime takes place, there's a lot of buying and selling of state-owned land to foreigners. Mm-hmm. Okay? Mm-hmm. And then what you see, too, is that people who begin to move back to their home countries become victims of violence. Don't you think it's strange in Jamaica that the people who are victims of violence are not the Chinese? Right. It's black people? You would think foreigners would be the victims of violence. Right. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. They're not. It's black people. Open your eyes. It's the same strategy. And this is what I keep showing people. It is not just a plan to make Europe black. There is a counter plan to make Africa white. Got to make room. Yeah, but the way they're strategizing, black people are not strategizing at all. Black people are chasing. Yes, they're rightful to chase their GDP in Europe because that's where it is. But they're not making decisions based upon the kind of information that these Caucasian rulers are making decisions. The Caucasian rulers are making long-term decisions for their literal genetic survival. Black people are making decisions to go into Europe for short-term survival. What do I mean by that? They are trying to get themselves at 10% on the African continent. At 10%, they can take over that continent. The Chinese are doing it with anchor babies and predatory loans. The Caucasians are more stealth than the Chinese. Because you don't even, you have to dig to find them. I'm not talking about the businesses on the continent. I'm talking about the stealth movements to create white satellite states. And one of the things they're doing is they're lying and saying, oh, there's genocide in South Africa. There's no fucking genocide in South Africa. There's goddamn crime going on in South Africa. Okay? So what you have, what you have going on is the Stealth program that is literally an undercover program to make Africa white. I'm telling you this. And they're doing it for their very survival because they know there's an ice age coming. And they will not be able to produce food in China, in Europe, and in the food belt in the United States. So they got to get their foot on that continent to control regions on that continent for their very survival. And I'm talking about long-term survival, not short-term survival. And these African governments can't see this fucking plan. Mm -hmm. All these African governments see is they line their pockets with the wealth, we line our pockets with the wealth. But they're not seeing a 200, 300, 400-year plan where it, we're planning, they're planning on their very survival. You understand? We need to start investing in, those, in, the, in that continent. We need to. 
Are you there? Oh, I'm right here. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We need to. And but, that's a fact. You know, it, it's sad because even if this wasn't the plan and this wasn't going to transpire and happen, common sense is we need to invest anyway. So everybody else here has a land to go back to, whether it's war-torn or thriving. There is a country backing it up. And my brother-in-law, Brother Keston, said the other day was so funny because he was saying how one of the aspects of why you don't see the Chinese here in America harassed is because they know here in this country that they got a country behind them. So you better be careful. You got more of them that can come here and do things and on mass, but we're cut off. We're cut off, and they know this. And we depend on their their kind heart that they portray behind the Colgate smiles. No, and you know, you didn't you didn't have to correct yourself when you say, "Well, I'm not racist." I know you're not racist, but you got to be a survivalist, and it's about race first because nobody else wants to see themselves diminish and vaporize off the face of the earth. We're we're the only ones who will preface things I'm, I'm, and i'm not coming down on you sister i'm just saying we got to get out of that talk they're doing it we got to do it too but by nature we got to say what, yeah. what what the europeans say europe for europeans we say we agree africans for black africans right that's right the you minute you connect with that you know even as an entertainer or somebody of note who has high visibility they get rid of them. They don't want anybody talking about that. Look at Bob Marley while he's not here. Africa Unite from way back then. And, and you can't tell me oh. they didn't know something from back then. So anybody who's influential to mm-hmm. raising the vibration in the minds of black people what to connect could, themselves what's with What's going on across Europe today? Europe, they are burning down Europe, partly because of corruption. Uh-huh. But also, they don't want black people and brown people changing European culture. Right. So I'm like, look, I agree with you. I traveled Europe and I lived in Europe. They're wonderful, amazing. They really are amazing people. I'm talking about they're just the regular people. They're really amazing people. And when I go to Europe, I want to experience European culture. I do not want to go to Europe and live in the Middle East, and I don't want to go to Europe and live in Little Africa. Okay, I want to go to Europe to experience Europe. But if Europeans are going to say Europe for Europeans, then Africans have to say Africa for who? Africans. That's right. No matter where we are in the world, we have to have that connection. You see? Mm-hmm. We some... have to have, if anything happens to Chinese people, Chinese people could run back to Africa, to China. If anything uh-huh. happens to white Americans, they could run back to Europe. But right. if Africa is overtaken again, we have no place to run. And that is the reality of the matter. This is why we need to speak to these African governments and say, you are not to take investment from anyone first. We want first dibs in investment. And we want you to securitize our investments and back our investments the way you back Chinese investments. It's a real battle, my dear. 
it's a real battle and we are far behind believe me but of course but we have to be ready also too to get beyond the talk and realize that there might be some blood that has to be shed it's not going to be a, a made for tv uh uh <laughs> you know sanitized you know let's go home from the movies after the hero rides off into the sunset type of situation you see but what you mean? know that's the same pressure but pipes and it's pressure that creates diamonds that's right and one thing about black people is we're the only group of people when you apply pressure to us we age backwards right <laughs> see that We're the only group of people, nobody else in history stands up to fight that beast. Where in history have you seen any group of people stand up to fight that beast of, 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 of white supremacy? It's only black people, but everybody right. else benefited. Okay, now it's time for us to say, uh-uh, we got to have a promised land for us. The Jews have their promised land, and they make sure, they tell people flat out, we don't want Palestinians, we don't want Muslims, and we sure as hell don't want black Africans. They have it in their laws. We don't want black Africans in Israel. Meanwhile, dumbass black people are giving their tithes to this country. Israel just passed, snuck a law into Congress that no member of Congress and no United States citizen can boycott Israel. That's a law in the United States. They just snuck it in, okay? Black people are giving hundreds of millions of dollars a year to Israel, a country that already gets $13 billion a year from the United States, instead of taking their tithe money and putting it in Africa to securitize the longevity of their children. Because the Jews say if anything happens to us, they, I've heard Jewish people say this. If anything happens to us in any part of the world, we can run to Israel and be protected. Okay? Black people need to think the same way. The Chinese know if anything happens to them, if all of a sudden the laws change and they kick out the Chinese, the Chinese have a homeland to go to. Your white Americans know if anything happens to white Americans, they can run back to Europe. Why are we letting the African continent get taken over by non-black people? Okay, this is a serious issue. We need to have our own promised land for ourselves. And this is not a joke. This is being very serious. Because I've heard Chinese people say, if anything happens to us in America, we have a country we can go back to. Don't forget the Chinese and the Japanese were put in internment camps. Okay? Amazing. Okay? Mm -hmm. Why are you in a church giving money to Israel when you should be taking that money and investing in the African continent? And you say, this investment is for me. If anything happens to me in the United States, I could run to Africa. That's where our money should be going, because that is where the money of the power brokers, I'm showing you the power brokers are strategizing for their long-term survival in that continent. Okay? This is not a joke.
Mm. All right, so we've been on this phone long enough, and I want people to hear this. Yes. I don't want it too long because I want people to hear this right. and be able to get the gems, see the vision, position mm-hmm. themselves, but also to put on spiritual armor because part of this battle is not fucking human. That's right. Okay? Part of Most it, we're literally dealing with extraterrestrial forces that are after us. Mm-hmm. Make sure to check out the boldest blog at landscurve.com and follow Scurve on Twitter, Facebook, and YouTube under Lance Scurve.